You are about to listen to the teaching ministry of Pastor Dr. Peter Obichuku as he brings to light his understanding of God's love and his desire for an intimate relationship with him. It promises to be transformational. Stay tuned in. Say my mind is open. My heart is receptive. God's word has come to change me and I will be a change agent. Can you say my generation? You are so blessed for having me in the name of Jesus. So I want us to look briefly as we round out the program on inner healing. Inner healing. Whose image is on your mind? Whose face is always scaring you? Whose voice scares you? Whose action has destroyed a little happiness you have inside of you? Who has perverted your memories? Who has put a lot of check on your memories? Who has given you this darkened, confused memory? Why? Who do you remember most in your life? What is this mental image that doesn't leave you easily? It may be a hoaxing voice coaxing voice of someone who raped you when you were saying so sorry don't do that with all the tears he did it and for years you can't understand it may be an uncle i spoke to a little girl that for over 18 to 19 years she couldn't let the image of a little of, of an elderly man that that i yacked her into two when she was young she said she was barely eight or nine years and she would come back from school mom was careless Parents, please listen to me. It's in our custody to keep our children right. Because most of you that the baggages you are carrying happen somewhere at home. Sometimes we chase so much money that we lose visuals. And now you have grown up. Most of you are putting good clothes. You are sitting on scars. You don't do well if you continue with the scars. What we can do this morning is to let them go. And again, say she came back as usual, the mom will not be at home. And the mom said, there's an uncle. There was an uncle close by, a neighbor, a neighbor, a neighbor. Kaya, uncles. U-C or U-N-C-K-L-E. Those names, uncle. I don't know what that uncle represents in your life. And she will come back. And because she was small, she can't reach to get the keys. The uncle will come to help. And the uncle will say, why will you stay in your apartment alone? Why don't you stay in mine? Until your parents will come back. Please, when you get married, because most of you are young, don't play with your children. These children are the future generation. One very thing that happened to kids that don't forget easily is what we call trauma. When a child is traumatized, the nation, the future, life is also traumatized. But I'm trusting God for this kind of program that even if I speak for just 30 minutes, God will help me to push someone from point B to where you have freedom to fly. And if it has not happened to you, please, that's why you should listen more. Don't say, come on, they're preaching to people that have wounds. I am free. If you are free here, that's why you should listen more. Because this immunization must come through in the name of Jesus. So the uncle took her in. The first day, asked her, don't you bait when you come back from school? She said, I will bait when my mom comes back, when I go to her apartment. The uncle said to her, sweat is not good for the body. You don't know some things I need to teach you. Sweat is not good for your body. Anytime you sweat, you bait. If you don't bait now, you are small. You have body odor. And she said, yes, I have heard about body odor. He said, if you don't bait, you have so you bait as often. So anytime you sweat, you bait. So you can use our bedroom. You bait. And she took the bait the first day. Fine. Some other day the uncle came and opened the door when she was he said, uncle. He said, Come on, keep quiet. Somebody will help you. Look at the way you are baiting. Don't even scrub your back. What's the problem? Your mom is not doing a good job. You don't scrub. Look at it. See why you bait. Give me the sponge. At the age of between eight and nine. And she reluctantly was like, but he said, he said, even at this stage, your mom's supposed to see be baiting you once in a while to make sure that you are thoroughly baited. I'm just even trying to help you. 
And this lady said to me, reluctantly, she released the sponge. And the uncle gave her a very good baby. But that's how the story started. She came back home. She couldn't walk well. The blood was coming. She was cleaning it. And she said to me, my biggest pain in life that my mom couldn't even notice that I was dying. She came back from market. She was so tired. She didn't even notice that I needed help. And she said to me, now I have crossed 18, 19, entered 20. Every day I still remember how it all started. Now, you know what I'm trying to say? At this state of her life, she doesn't believe she can amount to anything in life. She believes everything has gone wrong. If you are untouched, unbroken here, I want to thank God for you because this program is for you. Get this immunization and leave. If somebody has yacked your heart for any reason, you are welcome. This is what we call supernatural clinic. Can I tell you some stuff? Most of the times we are after healing the body, you know, praying for the sick and so on and so forth. But most of the times we don't know that emotional sickness is one of the cause of sicknesses. We need to give attention to that. Welcome to this clinic. Both the sick and the healthy. In Psalms 34 verse 18, look at the concern of heaven with you. Show us NLT version. He said, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Look at the message Bible. It says, if your heart is broken, you will find God right there. If you are kicked in the gut, he will keep you cash your breath. If your heart is broken, you will find God right in there. So it could be someone's mistake. It could be your own mistake. I'm, get, I'm going to get to it very soon. One of them that sat in my office said, it wasn't any person's mistake. I took in severally and I bought it. And it have, uh, affected my Philobian too because they said it was decaying on its own. And they have to remove them. I don't know the pains you are carrying. I want to welcome you to the clinic. I need to correct something very important. It is not right for you to be craving for new relationships when you are a baggage carrier. It's very detrimental for you to crave for relationships. You want people to love you. You want people to love you when you are, a, you are carrying packages. One of the undoing of relationships is baggage we carry. Because you will frustrate people that want to love you. You will frustrate even when people are right. Something is wrong. What makes you right is not people. What makes you right is you. If your mindset is rubbed short, there's nothing anybody can do. People will get frustrated trying to love you. In my little age as a counselor, I have seen there are people you cannot help. When the more you try to help them, the more they misunderstand the help because all they can understand is violence, rape, distress, heartbreak. They don't believe that you are coming in peace. So they put their guards high, suspecting you before you come close. Therefore, I want to say this to everyone here heal before you deal. Disengage before you engage. Bury the past before you open the future. Learn to heal before you deal. Learn to disengage before you embark. Learn to cover and bury the past before you earthen the future. If you sow into the future without burying the past, 
the fruit may not be so pleasant to you. So we are quick to say, I was, my heart was broken. He, he didn't handle me well. And anybody that comes, you are quick to accept relationship. It's not right. So can we deal with them one after the other? Number one is emotional wounds. It talks about experiences, situations, events that traumatized you in the past. And we have the signs, but we ignore them. Praying in the tongues. Claiming to be better Christians. Ah, This is my area, and God called me into this, so I have every audacity to tell you. There are certain things you can cover up. The more you cover them. Come on, can I talk to somebody this morning? Please, if you are in this service, come on, there's something we're going to do. I'm going to pray for you. But see, you see, the covering is not for this service. Pretense is not for this service. You know, what I want to call pray for people, and I say, if you have gone through this, you feel like if I come out, people will laugh at me. Come on, it's not for this service. And not at all. Because, you see, if you want to get healing, you must come to a place where you accept the situation first. The more you push away the situation, you are, you are dealing with yourself. Because you see, that's why we put up a very strong wall, a strong front, and everything is fine. But deep inside of us, we are dying. And this program says inner healing. So you must allow me to get into your innermost person. You must. So I want to. I want to talk to you. I wouldn't know what you are going through. You see, most of you have come to my office and you have testimonies. What happened was that you resolved on your own to go and talk to someone. And most of the times, I didn't even say much. When you are done talking to me, ah, you feel like you are relieved. Let me show you the signs, please. Just note them down. Because I will touch you one word or other. Both people who think they are sick and people who think they are healthy. Look at this. Number one, you know, feelings of anger, hate, or resentment. These are signs that someone is wounded. You keep healing, feeling of anger, hate. Hate. I've been close to someone some time ago. All you could see from this person is hatred. This person is bitter, bitter, bitter. Who is seated here? I am not blaming you. Something happened to you that all you can feel is bitterness. Have you ever seen that kind of people before? No matter how good, even on their birthday, they say bitter. On a very good day in their life, any small shift, they go back to bitterness. Just they have built their life around bitterness. Let me run. Another one is, you see, people who are overly sensitive about events in the past. Very sensitive. And then they're very sensitive. Something happened in the past, they need to fix. People who are hard to forgive. Mm -mm. No way. They hold things tight. Very hard to forgive. If there's anything God has helped me in marriage, is that my wife and I, I don't know how God did it, we don't have tray. We don't have tray. We don't have tray. We don't have memory of bad, bad, bad things. You did it January 17, 17, 24. You did it. Then January 17, 72. You did it. Now, in consonance, they file it up. Hard to forgive. Come, welcome to the clinic. Touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor. We are in a clinic. You may hear what you don't like. Because when you go for test, it's for them to reveal what is wrong with you. Don't be mad. Amen. Be made. Yeah. Because when you're not mad, you'll be mad. Are we together? But when you're mad, you're locked off from the process. Mm, look at another one. Hard to feel loved. Hey. <laughs> I've seen this one over and over. You want to love someone hard, very difficult. Very difficult. When is your birthday? Why are you asking me? But I, he said, don't bother. Ha. But I care. Keep your caring. <laughs> hard to feel loved. Self hate. Hey, this another sign of emotional wound. Self-hate. You hate yourself for no reason. How many of us love ourselves here? Let me see your hand. A bit high above your head. If you truly love you, when you love you, whatever clothes you put on is not, is not, is not the problem. 
Whatever you put on native attire, you love yourself in native attire. You put on English attire, you love yourself in English. You are naked. You still love yourself in your nakedness. Some of you don't love yourself. You are thinking, if I have enough money, I need to pop up this one. If I have enough money, I need to pop up this one. And some of the guys here, it's just, you're walking around. He don't like you. <laughs> he don't like you. That's the last I walk in. Since park. No be by force. Come on exercise, you can do. Run from here to there. <laughs> Amen. But it doesn't mean that everybody that has this thing is strong. Do you understand? It takes self-discipline. So you see, also, you know, the kind of makeup you're wearing this morning shows me that you don't love yourself. Because you see, when you put up your eyelashes, it's bigger than the, 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 the wiper of a vehicle. When you blink, wiper. Eyelashes, only eyelashes. And I discovered that some of the bombs who used to produce eyelashes are something you enter your eyes. You enter into miraculous moment. Father, Lord, help us. And some people, when they put on ladies, when you put on makeup, you look like cake. You know when they, you know when they decorate cake, the foundations upon foundations, and there's a little heat that there will mixture of purple, brownish. It's just mixture of every mixture. You don't, you don't wipe your face. You dab it. Yeah, and when you dab, there will be a map of your village. You don't like you. Come on, when you like yourself, you are not hard on yourself. Makeup is not fine, it's not bad. I always let you know that makeup is to make up for what you don't have. Amen. Yeah, that's it. But honestly, if you if you if you if you are makeup here, I, I'm 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 not saying you did anything bad. I don't know what you are making up for. It's only you that can say what you're making up. <laughs> Maybe there was a pimple you saw this morning. You decided this pimple will not show. Am I talking to you? It's fine. When you go back to your room, the pimple will still come out. In the church, your face is smooth. Glory be to God. But, you know, I'm trying to say something about safety. You don't like you. If you want to put on a makeup that's not bad, but first of all, love yourself. Amen? These are signs. Let me move forward. Easily frustrated. Hmm. They want to do assignment. The computer went off. They took light in the head off. You are transformed blue. Your neighbor's blue. Your room is cracked. The first ring entered. What about the second ring? Hi. It's a sign that you are wounded. Because when you are healthy, there are certain things you don't feel. Hey, there's another one. Perfectionism. Mm -mm. Perfectionism. Mm. There's another part of it. We call it OCD. Psychology people will know this one. <laughs> Obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm -mm. You are cleaning a glass. You keep on cleaning it. Keep... I said, it is clean. He said, no, it's not clean. Perfectionism. Feeling of hopelessness. Time will fail me. Can I even talk one more? Hostility. Hostility. You are... Amen. Everybody's coughing. Help me touch your neighbor. Let's see how friendly your neighbor is. Okay, quack your neighbor. Just quack your neighbor. Without, 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 without any notice. Just quack your neighbor. Look at the face. See, people are hostile. People are Even in the church, people are hostile. As I'm coming, an usher is coming, coming, keep on coming. You look at the usher. You remember somebody that offended you in the last. So you put the usher in the... That's what we call obsession. You keep... People, different people represent different people in your life. Bipolar. And when I'm saying this, you are laughing. Most of you do know that I'm trying to take you to a place 
where you can drop these baggages. Come on, nobody should lie to you. When you get born again, what Jesus changed is your spirit. We call it, you become recreated human spirit. You see, your mind needs this training to be changed. If you like, you're quoting scriptures. Be going around and say, I came to the church. I, I thought they were praying tongues all through. Shut up. The one you've been praying, have you forgiven people? Have you forgiven people? Karatata pro shakata. You are saying angry. He tells you, you need to allow God's word to come. When it comes to the mind, it takes renewal. That renewal comes from hearing what I'm saying now. Say my mind is open. My heart is receptive. I'm a, very, I'm a very intentional pastor. That's why I say it because I know your spirit is perfect. But you need to train your mind. Look at some of us now. We can't trust anybody. Our trust has been broken. You can't trust people. No matter what they say, you keep remembering. The moment somebody comes and says, Ah, my friend, I love you. I saw you. I love you. What you are hearing is, they don't come again. That's how they normally start. And that person will be so frustrated trying to talk about love. But I'm a different man. If you come from anywhere and say, Pastor P, I love you, I say, oh, Wow. Thank you. I don't even suspect you. All these ladies that come to my office and say, I love you. I never said I'm married. You know, that kind of difference is already showing that the pastor doesn't have good security. If you tell me you love me, thank you. Uh -huh. Don't you know that I'm married before you came to my office? So I see as a satanic agent coming to pull me down. You can't pull me down. I have a very high security. You can't pull me down. You want to dance naked, dance naked. It's not for me. You can't pull me down. Now you go shame. So I'm not part of those pastors that say, Father, Lord, Father. No. It starts with you healing the wounds because the moment you are healed. I give you an example so that we can go to something very important now. Have you any scar in your body before? Anybody has wound before? How does it feel when you think the wound is going and something has pierced the wound? <coughs> How does it feel? The wound is about to go and something else. You hit your foot somewhere. Thank God for shoes now. And it's healing. And suddenly you are walking again. And you the same place. You know the same place. Fresh blood will come out. When people are telling you sorry. You hear. In few minutes, so that we can pray. Matthew 11, verse 28 to 29, he said, NLT said, Then Jesus said, like I'm talking to you now, Come to me, all of you, who are weary and carry heavy burdens. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart. He wants to meet you at heart. Look at the last. He said, And you will find rest for your souls. So, this is inner healing. Anyone who has Dagger in your soul, on your heart. God is bringing healing to you in the name of Jesus. Now, let's go to the causative agent because I am doing research now. So, it's therapeutic stuff. So, we have seen what is happening now. Let's go see the, what caused it. I call it emotional betrayals. I have two sets of betrayals here because of time. One can happen from friends. You know, someone you don't trust cannot betray you. Someone you have not loved cannot betray you. It's only when you give people space in your life that they can betray you. Right? Are we communicating? It's only when you give people space in your life that they can betray you. When somebody betrayed me in business, it's because the person somewhat has some stuff to betray you with. Look at the scriptures. The Bible cannot be broken. Look at this. Look at Proverbs 5, 55, 12 to 14. Can you do amplified version for this? Proverbs 55, 12 to 14. I want us to read it together. It will make a whole lot of sense. Our friends online, I'm going to read for you. Glory be to God. Proverbs 55. No, Psalm, sorry. Oh, Psalm 55. I know our media people are wondering. Ah, ah, when did they write another Bible? That he extended Proverbs to 55. Now I mean to say Psalms 55. Media, thank you for understanding me. Amplify. Okay, let's read together, everybody. 
For it is not an enemy who taunts me. Then I could bear it. No, is it one who has hated me? Who exhausts himself against me? Then I could hide from him. Let's go to the next verse. Kai, I saw this. I say, one, two, three, go. But it is you. A man, my equal and my counsel, my companion and my familiar friend. Hi. The next one, verse 14. Oh, topic. He said, who we had sweet. Go, let's read together now. I saw this from the scripture. I said, wow, look at this. Everything is in the Bible. So you can, if you can get it from the scriptures, you can get the healing. Read the next one. One, two, three, go. We who had sweet fellowship together. Who walked together in the house of God? Message Bible, let's go back to from verse 12. Hi. Oh my God. Holy Spirit, help me because somebody needs to be helped this morning. Kali. Mm, one, two, three, go. This isn't the neighborhood bullying, mocking me. Could, I could take it. This isn't a foreign devil spitting inventive. I could tune that out. Then what happened, verse 13? Kai, it is you. We grew up together. My best friend. The next one. Those long hours of leisure as we walked arm in arm, God a third party to our conversation. This is where it is. That's where it is. Almost all the people that have went through rape, you see element of friendship. I spoke to one of my daughters that came to my office. I said, come and see me. She came. And I said, my spirit is telling me that something was wrong. She said, no, 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 nothing was wrong. I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay. Hi, have you felt that kind of thing before? <laughs> she said, I was okay, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. <sighs> I tried, I said, you can go. She was about to open the door. And I said, one minute, one more minute. She, she now turned back and I saw she was crying. <sighs> I said, but I thought you said everything was fine. Can you grab the seat? She, she sat down and I said, what is the problem? She said, I was just raped. I said, what happened? He said, I had a friend that we talked about my childhood and everything. And she said, you are too fine. Hope you know how to handle these men that come around, the customers. And I innocently told her <laughs> that that has not happened though. And this girl was 20, I think 20 years on the door data. And the girl was like, 20 years, nothing has, you are, you are a joker. He said, some of us will have the back to back. And she said, never, I have not. And the lady said, well, you must be a special human being. And that was it. Without knowing that this girl got offended, look at it. Those long hours of leisure, as we walked arm in arm, God a third party. Take me to verse 13. I want to be there because we're going to do something very soon. He said, it is you. We grew up together. You, my best friend. And the girl was pestering after her time after time, when are you going to visit our home, you know, so that you see my people who've been friends, and she was posting her, and one of the days she was like, let me go and visit the house, so she walked in met the friend and the elder brother, and the friend said I'm, I'm rushing to shopping mall, shop right, to buy some stuff that we can eat, can you be comfortable what do we give you, he said, no, 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 if you're going to shop right, I just came in, let's go together he said, no, you won't do that he just came in, relax, chill so what do we give you he said, okay, water. So while she was going, the elder brother went and brought bottled water and gave her. And she said to me, she was sure when she opened it, the water was cocked. By the time she gulped the water down, she passed out on the seat. She slept off. Woke up in their parlor and saw herself in her nakedness. So she was wondering what happened. My clothes, my bra, up, off. So by the time she wanted to bring her leg down from the seat, there was a sharp pain. So she just leaned up and looked and saw that she was bleeding. And the guy was sitting by the other side and saying, I'm sorry, if I knew you were a virgin girl, I wouldn't try it. Uh, you know, at that moment, she was still feeling dizzy. The whole room was spinning. I am trusting God that she revealed her story to us today that this story will be a help because if she's following online, I don't know where you are. If you're following online today, I'm using you to help someone, and I know that can happen for a reason. If only what you shared with me can help someone today to get immunization, I'm not the only one preaching, you are preaching with me wherever you are. 
and we began to remedy it. The friend came back and she was shocked. That thought, thinking that if she tell the friend, the friend said, Can my brother, how can my she put a smile and say, Look at you. You got what you deserve. It is you. You know, when I share some of these stories, you are looking at me and say, Ada, did these stories huh? buy my book? I have many of them in the book. If you leave this conference without my book, you are an ingrate. Honestly, relationship is rational. If I can spend one month teaching you on this program, buy my book, you are not going to make me rich. What will happen is that you will help me to preach more because somebody will pick the book from somewhere and say, wow, this is a blessing. What do I say? Buy the book. Ushers are supposed to have enough copies after today because it's one service that people will book. We have, I have over 1,000 copies remaining or about 700 or thereabout. So if it's finished, if you wait, they should bring more. Buy the books. Give it to someone. If you have a younger brother, a younger sister, give them my book to read. When, because these stories will immunize them. I don't want to overstretch this. Did you get me? I said, this story will do what? Immunize them. Because I have many of them in the book. The, that book is as a result of my hours of counseling. So I, I, I was not making them up. The only thing I did was because of the, I have to take permission from some people that shared the story. I have to remove the scene, the person, and so on and so forth, so that they will not be, you know, be, be traceable. So get the books, give it to your younger ones. Everyone that has a younger brother, younger sister here, buy the book as a gift for them if you think you have known it all. The second is when you betray yourself. Can I have that stuff? When you betray yourself. And one of the major betrayers we have is what we call sex. I said in this program I will talk about sex very briefly. I will talk about sex very briefly. When you betray yourself. Show us 1 Corinthians 16 verse 18. When you betray yourself. How many of us here have, can you stand, have, Misha, can you come? Tonya, can you come? Carly, brother. Can I have two people from choir? A guy and a girl. Can you come quickly? Thank you. Just make sure you stay so that the camera can catch you. Still well, okay? So line up like that. Line up. Whatever I use here is not these people. What do you, what I have here, please, I need it from, yeah, NLT. Okay, or amplified version. Amplified version. Let's put it up here because I'm almost done and we'll pray. Okay, so now whatever I give anybody is not the person. Amen. This is his color sexually. This is her color sexually. This is his color sexually. Just hold the glasses so that we'll be seeing Antonia. Uh, uh, this is her color sexually. <laughs> Remember I said, so Peter you can go, thank you. Yeah, so spread out so that they can see. Hope you can get them so hold the cup. Yeah, come, come, come closer. Yeah, Tonya, come closer. Thank you very much. This is a color sexually. Amen. Okay, so uh, this person can be a male. Don't cover it. Take it so that you can be seeing the color. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. This, this person is not who you used to know. It's a different person. So he can be a male or a female. She can be a male or a female. So it's transgender. So anybody can be anybody. Okay. <laughs> Are we together? Okay, I don't know whether these people are following me. Can they see these colors? Can you say, you can see them? Thank you very much. Ah, somebody said Tom Bob that they can see them. Okay, so what it means is that the person, the number, so I give the number, number one, number two, number three, number four. Oh, no, let me start from my right. Number one, number two, number three, number four. Okay, number three is having a, a glass filled with what? What color? Black. Sexually, this guy has he has slept with both married and unmarried dwarf and tall and short Nigerians and non-Nigerians now at this state he has what we call confused destiny his destiny is as dark as charcoal so these chances of him having anything good in this life is at zero level sexually why do I say so? Read 1 Corinthians 6 verse 18 as we close this program. What does it say? 
run away from sexual immorality in any form, whether thought or behavior, whether visual or written. Every other sin that a man commits is outside the body, but the one who is sexually immoral sins against. If you can get this right, it can help you. So now he, he's dark. Okay, so let's see number three. What's the color of number three? Number two. So what's the color of number two? Orange. She said fashionable, but that. So at number three, he has gotten to a place of frustration. He doesn't want sex again because there are sexual transmitted diseases. There are so many things against his body. And you know, causes are not for the spirit. They are for the human body. So this guy is terribly cursed. So number three, number two, has orange color. At this color, people say fancy her. People say like her. And more people are saying having sex with her because she looks fashionable, but she's dirty. Okay, number one, what color? Very dangerous. Very dangerous color. This person is sexual active and is a giver of any form of disease. Any form of cause. So, number one, number two, number three are men who have mundled their life up and down in sexual appearance. Then number one, look it, take it up. See how transparent it is. She's a virgin girl who had not had sex or a virgin man who had not had sex. So, she's clean. Her destiny is intact. There's nothing to break. Unbroken program for her is for immunization. Are you following me? Now, let's see how it plays. Number one, have sex with number two. So, pour inside. Sex is pouring and receiving. Yeah, you pour too. Do you see her color now? Compounded, complicated issues. You pour too. You, and sex, you must change. Pour well, well. Pour with love. I, Jesus Christ. This girl is a giver. I. Do you see this guy that was red before? He's now reddish orange. Hi, can you clap for her? She's now what? Reddish orange. So, both of them have compounded their issue. Number three, come and have sex with number one. At her top, they just met. He poured. Number one, lift your number. See what's happening? Jesus Christ. Paul. No, he didn't. He didn't complete the process. Pour for her. Jesus Christ. You see, as in the black is becoming <sighs> now, now, so what happened? Then finally, number two went to Lagos for holiday and met number three. Number three, oh yeah? Paul. Hi. Can you lift it up? After pouring. So as your cup, Jesus Christ. Do you notice something? Do you know something? That as far as sex is concerned, number one, number two, number three, they are becoming black. The same rate of confusion this person has, this person has. Are you following me? Now, are you following me? Now, number four came to University of Nigeria to study. I met number one. And they were talking and they were gisting about their life. And number one said, since my mother gave birth to me, no man has touched me. And I want to remain the same. And number three says, well, <coughs> God is my witness. I don't even know what is sex. I've never been there before. In short, I made up my mind that the moment I meet somebody I will marry, we will stay like this until we get married. And number four said, that's exactly what I've been looking for in life. And number four, lowered all her guards. And all I have thought about boundaries, she threw it away. In her sense, she said, since I met him, all we do is to pray in tongues and go to fellowship. Can I tell you something that's shocking about this experiment? These people can still be in the church. Hi. Did you hear what I said? I said, these people can still be... If you are suspecting anybody close to you, I will flog you. Keep quiet and be looking at this place. They can still be in the church. And then number four has tried to say, no, I am, you know, this, this, and both of them have become friends. Everything is going well. And he's not telling me that, you know, we are close because he has doings. 
and he has told me that he swore to God he never had sex with anybody until he get married. And I've been teaching you here that I am not a pastor who is against sex, but I will show you what happens when you do it so that you bear the consequences. Jehovah's love doesn't stop consequences. Hey. Hey. God's love doesn't... <laughs> what God's love will do is if you have baggages, God will give you grace to carry it. There's no angel that carries people's disgrace. Okay? To cut it short, finally, she have tried. And one night, she said, I can't hold it again. I don't know what you are doing to me. But whatever you are doing to me, do it well. Now, poor sex happened. Can you see? See. How? Pour to him. So whatever you pour into him doesn't change his life. It has been there just complicated. Now you can see all the gobs. Everyone lift it up. This is what we are seeing. This is what we are seeing. Both one that was pure and the one that was this. Look at what we are seeing. Everybody complicated. Everybody ready. This is what we see around Hilltop, around Odenibwe. And very few people who are remaining sound, they are pushing you. Why are you like that? They hate you. They are beating you. I made up my mind I would never have sex until I get married. I looked out among my friends, but it pays heavily today because I can stand before Caris and tell her I didn't do it when I was young. That's why I am teaching what I'm teaching now. Most of us are in a place where you can't lift up your head because this is your color. But I have a good news for you. Before the good news, can I show you exactly what happened? How many people do you think slept with number four? Tell me. Please, somebody suggest how many people slept with number four? How many people slept with number four? You lie. You lie. You do not know that number four will think. Now, number four thinks. How many people do you think slept with you? One. To her, in her life, she will tell, it's only one man I have known. She's lying. She didn't know only one man. You see, she knew number three. Because number three knows number two. Because number two knows number then you don't know how many people number one has known before that I don't have color for. Now, you could even both make the same sex because I don't have color for the same sex. We just brought only four glasses from my house. You don't think I'm a glass man, so I will bring all the glasses. You wouldn't know how many people he has met. Sometimes 10. And that 10 people have met 10 different people. So if I tell number one that with the first sex she had, that she had sex with 93 people, would she believe me? I pray someone will understand this. And now, this young Every one of you can go. Let me carry this girl. So I want to talk about her. This young, naive, virgin girl is now a victim of several things she doesn't know. Some of them, hatred, unforgiveness, untimely death, causes from home. And she doesn't know that because she couldn't resist one man, she has subscribed to all that she doesn't know where they come from. And the worst part of her life was that the very man that slept with her, she thought was the only one she slept with. Without knowing that the one who met somebody in Lagos, that met somebody in Kaduna, that met somebody at Hilltop, that met somebody in New Zealand, met somebody in Abuja, that met somebody in Enugu, that met somebody that met somebody, that met somebody that met somebody, that met somebody that met somebody. Now, one act of one night sex. Look at her result. No wonder when we come to church, the pastor will be struggling to heal you. Strange feelings coming from here and there. Can you carry this? Let me, let's pray. Where can I find you? What's going on? How many of us are holding that clean cup now? And you are holding it, your hand is shaking. I want to help you. How many people are holding that clean cup? Your hand is shaking. 
Your hand is slowly shaking. Somebody walked up to me several years ago and she said to me, if you don't have sex with me as a pastor, I'm going to have with someone else because I can't keep this virginity. I said, me, you have met the wrong man. How many people stayed in the house? Your hand is shaking now. You're having that clean cup. You can't, you don't think you're holding it to the end of the year. I want to help you. I want to help you. I want to help you. I want to pray with you. If God kept me, he can keep you. If God kept my wife, he can keep you. How many of you are holding that cup? How many are still holding the cup? How many? Close your eyes. Put your, put your eyes in your mind. Because the next thing I want to talk about is trauma. You know what is trauma? Trauma is a result of what happened now. Trauma. 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 So I've moved from wounds to effect. Betrayal. You betray yourself. Then I've come back to the trauma now. Trauma is what's going on in your life now because of what happened. How many people are holding? Put their head down. How many people are holding the cup? Your hand is shaking. You want to hold it. You want to hold this cup. <laughs> you made up your mind. Nobody will do this to you. I'm talking to male and female. <laughs> First Peter 5 verse 7 it says, Cast all your cares and anxieties and play version. All your worries and all your concerns once for all on him, for he cares about you with the best affection. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Can you ask Jesus to help you? How many of you are holding the cup? Your hand is shaking. You, you, you are going through so many people are talking to you. People are calling you names. But you know deepest sitting inside of your heart. You don't want to mess up. You want to hold the cup. You want to remain sound and pure until you get married. You are not the only one that have done it before. People are doing it. My prayer is to help you. How many of us hands are shaking? Media, can you project for us quickly? There's no only friend like Jesus. There is no friend like my lonely Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. No one else could hear all our souls this is it. No, no, not one. No, not one. Can we take it one more time? There's no friend like Holy Jesus. No, no friend like the Lonely Jesus. No, no, not No, 
There's not an hour that he is not near us, nor night so dark his love cannot share us with. So I want to say, so that we're singing, you know what we are singing. There's not an hour that he is not near us, no night so dark, no night so dark that he is not close. Whose hand is shaking? Whose hand is shaking? Whose hand is shaking? Media, when you get it, put it up, please. They need to see what we are singing. Except some of us who are from an Anglican church that have the background of the song. I just want to take Sansa one, two, three. And I know it will help someone. There's no real friend like our only Jesus. Whose hand is shaking? You don't think you can carry this? Put your right hand upon your chest. Let me pray with you. You will carry through. You will carry through. So that time it was like you nearly missed it. You carry through. You will carry through. I want to help you. I want to help you. You will not change your color. You will not grab what you don't know. You will not pervert your destiny. You will not destroy this destiny. You will not destroy it. You will not. You will not. You will not. You, you can't. before you come wait wait a minute don't come yet i don't want to announce anything to anybody nobody is so special i am letting my spirit to pray for everybody at the same time i want to talk to you please you have been through a lot childhood trauma how many of us are sitting upon childhood traumas to the point that you hurt your parents because you feel they didn't do what they ought to do when you were small that this height of wickedness, height of height of bitterness inside of you. That if nothing is done today, you are going to carry this baggage into your marriage, into your life, into your destiny. Who is seated here? Now you have can everybody stand to your feet? Everybody stand, stand to your feet quickly, quickly. Who is this one? You are sitting on childhood trauma. Childhood trauma. I wanna I'm gonna lay hand on you in few minutes from now because something's gonna happen in this place. I come with the healing of God in our wings. And he said to me, most of you are carrying STDs here. Take it down, take it down, because I want to get them quickly before we pray. Some of you standing here, you are carrying STDs, and you are bitter because somebody gave it to you. So you are, somebody took, took, took advantage of you, and what you are carrying in you, you cannot share with anybody because you don't know how to tell them that it wasn't you. Nobody will understand that you didn't play anything into stuff, and someone put you into this. You could do is to 
is to toughen up and they are dying inside. This service is for you. Is there anyone standing here? You have aborted babies upon babies. You can hear the cry of numerous children saying, why? Why? Each time you see somebody give birth to a new baby, your heart will skip. Sometimes you are wondering how that child would have looked like. Sometimes you have a mental image how the child will look like. And this has been like a trauma, a trauma, a trauma. Anytime you hear somebody give birth, your heart will skip because you keep saying, Oh, Lord, can I have my own child in this life again? Can I, can I undo what I have done? Can I undo? And it happened severally that you have come to a place where you can't stand it. When they talk about marriage, your heart is good. Where are those ones here that you don't want to get married because of what you have seen around your parents? I've mentioned so many cases. Can you meet me here? Let's pray. I've mentioned people that don't want to touch themselves. They want to carry on. Can you meet me here? Please, if you come to the front here, if you want to be open, be open. Pray to God of your father. Talk to him. If you want to hide anything, you are on your own. Hide it. I pray. I've talked to people that have traumas because of abortion. Keep coming. I don't know what you are coming for. That's why I'm mixing it up. Because I don't care what you are coming for. That's a healing in this service. That's a healing balm in this service. You must drop these baggages. You can't carry them. You can't carry them. You can't carry them. If you want to come, you come. I don't know what you are coming from. It's only God that knows what you are coming from. But I, I, I can't stop my tears. I can't stop my tears because this destiny cannot be destroyed. This destiny cannot be destroyed. There's someone here. Since you had sex, you don't know whom you were again. Certain things are going here wild. You keep hearing a voice. This fear stepped into you. I showed you dramatically what happened to you. Something was mixed up with your destiny. God want to hear you today. That's one blood. That's one blood called the blood of Jesus. It's colorful, but it can change another color. It can change another color. The blood of Jesus is available. The blood of Jesus is available. All I need to do is to pour the blood of Jesus in your cup. All I need to do this morning is to pour the blood of Jesus in your cup. I'm going to pour the blood of Jesus in your cup. I'm going to pour the blood of Jesus in your cup. Whether you can hold your hand or not, I want to pour the blood of Jesus in your cup. I want to pour it. Sakata, you get it at the bus. 
Listen to me, there's a healing in the house. There's a healing in the house. You cannot leave this service with this baggage. You cannot leave this service with this baggage. You cannot leave this service with this hatred in your heart, with this pain in your loins, with this heart of regrets, with this regret. Let it go, 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 let it go now. In the name of Jesus, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. And do you is born, and do you is born. And do you is born in the name of Jesus? In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and do you is born. I want to drive you through. I want to drive through your system. I want to drive through your system. I want to drive through your system. I want to drive through your memories. I want to drive through your memories. I want to drive through your memories. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. just met them you don't just meet people when you meet people you meet baggages that are carrying when you meet people you meet demons they have interacted with when you meet people you meet scars that are carrying when you meet people you meet voices that speak to them lift your two hands every one of you I wish I have time to lay hand on you Lift your two hands. Can you talk to your father about it? Go ahead. I'll give you just a few more minutes. A few more minutes. Somebody is pulling through. Close your eyes as you lift your two hands. Close your eyes. Don't look at anybody. Don't look at anybody. If I have time to lay hand on you, I will do that. If I'm led to do that. But something is happening already. He asked me to ask you to pray. Ask God for something. Ask him for something. First of all, if you know you have messed up, ask him to forgive you. If you know you messed up, ask him to forgive you. Ask him to forgive you. If you know you messed up already, ask him to forgive you. Ask him. Ask him. He is here. Some of you are standing in the crowd. I, I just said earlier when we started, I will not push you. It's just about you being open because I want to build you that can meet you in the new future. You need to be healed before you deal with people. You need to get your healings before you start dealing with people. If you don't get healed and you deal, you enter into frustration. So if you are in the crowd, you want to join us, you join us. We have few minutes to do this prayer and I'm done. If you are here, can you pray to God? Lift your two hands and pray from your heart. Lift your hands and pray. Can you bring her? Bring her for me. That some of you I have a powerful message for. I read the strength of the Lord in you from today, from today, from today, from today, from today, from today, from today. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. From today, take it from the Lord. I'm praying for everybody. I'm praying for everybody. 
lift your two hands, every one of you. I pray for you. You will fulfill destiny. Whatever voice of blood, voice of mistake, trauma, scars following you are over today. You will step into the newness of you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' precious name.